Welcome to the Path to Mindset Mastery. My name is Brad Bizjack. I am a mindset strategist and coach, inspirational speaker, and creator of the online mindset course, Appreciation Academy. And today I wanted to bring up something super, super important, and that is all about getting unstuck, right? We go through these things in our life where we, we find ourselves just wanting our life to change so incredibly bad, but not having the motivation, the drive to do it. And even when we do take action, it feels like nothing's working. Have you ever felt something like that before. I can tell you a million times over and over and over again, it just happened so many times in my life where I would want my life to change, but I, and I'd see my laptop staring at me from across the room, but for some reason I either couldn't get myself to take action or whenever I did take action, it seemed like my goals were just getting further and further and further away from me. And so I've found a way to break through that and I've broken it down into three simple tips that I want to give with you, give to you today in this show. And so take out a notebook, take out a piece of paper, write these down. They are so incredibly helpful when it comes to breaking through that procrastination, that self-sabotage, and getting, getting unstuck to get to the life that you actually want. So the first thing has to do with procrastination, right? Do you ever procrastinate on the things that you know would absolutely change your life? The answer is yes, we all do. We all have things that we know we need to do, but we haven't taken action on them no matter how bad we want our life to change. And there's a way to break through that. Something that you need to understand, and I learned this from Tony Robbins, this is one of the big aha moments of my entire life, was that everything we do, literally everything, is motivated by our need to either avoid pain at all costs or to gain pleasure, right? That's, that's literally what drives everything in our life. If you really think about this, think about what procrastination really is. Procrastination literally just means that you perceive that taking action would be more painful than doing nothing and you'll experience less pain by doing nothing. So you avoid it, right? That's what procrastination is. Have you ever been studying for an exam in college or back in high school or whatever it is and you find yourself avoiding it, avoiding it, avoiding it, maybe going out to the bars, whatever it is, you're avoiding this action of studying for the longest time and then all of a sudden something flips, right? You notice that at one point you're like, oh shit, I actually have to study. There is a reason for that. The reason is the emotional threshold of pain has flipped. This used to be me with overeating, right? I would find myself wanting my life to change. I'd follow a meal plan for two weeks or three weeks or maybe even one week. And then I'd, one day I'd binge eat pizza and drink a bunch of beers and I, I'd fall back into the slump. And logically I knew exactly what to do. But it wasn't until the pain of not taking action became more pain or the pain of taking action became less painful than the pain of not taking action. So with your studying for an exam, right? That example, when you hit that point, you realize that it's, there's a bigger consequence of not taking action than there is, than there is of taking action of studying, right? So you finally find a way to study. So you can do, you can do an exercise for anything in your life that you're facing anything. And this is how I reverse it with overeating. This is how you can reverse it for studying for an exam. This is how you can reverse it with something in your business. There's an exercise you can do to make this emotional threshold of pain come to you like that, like in the same day. You don't have to wait until that exam is tomorrow. You can create that emotional threshold now. And you do this by asking yourself a few specific questions to make that pain more real right now and not instead of being dominated by pain or reactive to life around you, you can start using pain and pleasure instead of pain and pleasure using you. So what do I mean by that? If you were to, so, so pick an action, any action that you need to take 
for your business, for your, uh, for your fitness, for your health, for your relationship, and write that action down. An action that you know you need to take. And if you guys just do this like listening to me, it's not going to be nearly as effective. So even if you're driving right now, then you know, take out a piece of paper and do this when you park your car somewhere, but find a way to do, actually do this exercise or it won't work. So number one is what action do you need to take? There's something that you need to do more of, do less of, or just do, right? And you need to figure out what specifically that action item is. And typically you know exactly what it is, right? That's number one. Number two, write down the pain that is caused by, or the perceived pain that you think will happen by taking action. Right? What is the perceived pain that you think will happen by taking action? Maybe that means you're, you might get rejected. Maybe that means that you're going to have less time with your family. What is it that you view as painful in your life from taking action on this thing? And write all the answers down that you can that, that are potentially painful for you. Maybe it's less time with your husband or wife. Maybe it's someone's going to reject you. Someone's going to talk crap about you. Maybe it's your bank account's going to go lower from investing in something, whatever it is, right? Write down all the perceived painful things that could come up from taking action on this. Question three is then what pleasure are you getting from not following through? Because guess what? You're actually getting something by not taking action. That might be more time at home. That might be because a business takes a big time commitment you are going to avoid it because it means you're going to get more free time by not taking action, right? So write down all the things that are pleasurable about not taking action because there are things that you're getting from not taking action. Those first two questions will give you an insight into why you procrastinate, okay? Those are those first three questions, right? You know what the action is, you know the pain, you know the pleasure that are motivating you to stay in the same spot. But these last two questions will take you from just understanding why you procrastinate and take you to a point where you will no longer do it. And if you actually do this, these last two questions can change your entire life if you procrastinate a lot. Question number one that, uh, or I guess this would be question four that you can ask yourself is what is the deep emotional pain that I will feel two years from now if I don't start taking action every single day? And you go through and you write down, I'm never going to live a life of my dreams. I'm always going to feel slow and overweight and sluggish. I'm always going to be afraid of what people are going to think of me. I'm not going to be able to squeeze into that airplane seat, whatever it is, right? You write down all this, just as long of a list as you can. The goal is to get as many deep emotional reasons as you can for the pain that it's going to cause you to not take action. Right? And you write that list down and you write, you get deep, you get emotional, you write down all the pain that you're going to experience from not taking action on that, that thing that you need to do. And then the final question is to build up more leverage by asking yourself, what intense emotional pleasure will I get out of taking action on this every single day starting right now? If I start right now, what amazing things will flood into my life because I decided to take action? And when you answer these questions... You're going to understand why you procrastinate, first of all. You're going to realize that these reasons aren't very big reasons and they're kind of bullshit. And then you're going to see these emotional reasons on the other side that are talking about the emotional pain you're going to experience by not doing anything. And you're going to experience the pleasure of what it's going to be like later on. And all of a sudden, instead of waiting and waiting and waiting until finally one day you hit that emotional threshold of saying, oh shit, I better study for that test. I better do this. You can create that emotional threshold today. And if you do that enough times with the actions that you need to take action on that you know you need to do, if you do that enough times, 
eventually, and you condition this into yourself, eventually you're going to be able to learn how to procrastinate, not procrastinate on everything in your life. This is one of the tools that I use to finally take action on my overeating, on my business, everything. So if you take this and you run with it, that is just one exercise you can do to overcome procrastination right? And, and overcome that self-sabotage. And if this is a little bit too confusing on this, this video or on this, this recording, you can go and you can head to my website. You could download this exact guide on how to overcome procrastination forever. It's on there. It's free. You can find it on my website, bradvizjack.com. So let's, that's, I hope that was helpful. And let's move on to the second thing, which is the second tip, which comes when you find yourself pushing and pushing and pushing, like you've overcome this procrastination, right? You've gotten yourself to take action, just like we talked about in tip number one, and you find yourself working and working and working and working and working, and you're trying so freaking hard to get those goals to come true for something to happen. But no matter how hard you try, it feels like those goals are evading you. It feels like they're getting further and further away. It feels like everything you're doing isn't working and you're seeing it work for other people. You're seeing yourself struggle, even though it's like you're doing all the right things. There's a reason for that. And the reason is because you have some inner conflict inside of you that you need to resolve. And that has to do with attachment versus commitment to your goals. I'm talking about emotional attachment to your goals. When you see other people just crushing it in life, but you just know that you're more talented in some way or, or uh, you know you can do it in a better way, and you're wondering why it's not working for you, it's because you are too attached to your goals. Now, I'm not saying that you should have this, uh, that you shouldn't have energy and passion behind your dreams. I'm not saying that at all. You absolutely should be passionate about it. I'm talking about where your happiness is dependent upon an outcome, meaning in order for you to be happy, you need to achieve something. Right. In order for you to finally feel successful, you have to achieve X. I was guilty of this so long in my online network marketing business. I would find myself working hours and hours and hours every single day. And no matter what I tried, no matter what strategy or tip or tool I used from someone else, it felt like it just did not work for me. And I never figured out why that was. I couldn't get it. And for some reason, I just stayed there and I kept spinning my wheels. Have you ever felt that way before? It's very common. And there is a reason that you're experiencing that. The reason is because you're too attached to your goals. So if you have this big goal, this big dream, and it's sitting on top of this like perceived mountaintop, right? Like once I get to the top of that mountain, then I'll finally feel successful on the way to my dreams. If you think that way, it's like trying to climb Everest with a blindfold on. It does not work, right? Because guess what? On the way to the top of the mountain, there are going to be setbacks. You're going to have things that that don't line up with the way you thought it would go. And guess what? When your life expectations of how you think things should go don't match with your life conditions, you tend to get frustrated, right? And when you're so attached, meaning your happiness is at the top of that mountain and you can't feel happiness until you get there, what emotions do you feel regularly? You feel frustration, stress, overwhelm, procrastination. You feel all these negative things. And then it's like you're trying to sprint up that mountain with a blindfold on. So you're running into trees. You're experiencing these pains. You're falling off cliffs and you don't know why. Think about this. If you're trying to build a business from the perspective of stress and overwhelm and frustration and anxiety and pain, how is that going to come off to your prospects? How is that going to come off to the people that you're trying to serve? How is that going to come off if you're not trying to build a business, maybe a relationship? How is that going to come off to your spouse? If your happiness is dependent on your expectation of how things should go, you will always be frustrated. And when you build a business and a life that way, it will, it will slow you down. 
to where no matter how hard you go with that goal, even though it's at the top of the mountain and you can see it, you're never going to get there because you keep holding yourself back. Because right? there are hills, there are peaks, there are valleys, there are you know these these big things that you have to cross, these big gaps in the ground you have to cross to get there, right? These crevices in the in the mountain, right? You have to find a way across that, and it becomes a lot easier when you just take that blindfold off and you appreciate the journey you're on. What does that mean? That means that you can still have your goal that you want to get to, but instead of your happiness being so dependent upon that goal, instead. You choose to be committed to that goal, but you do it for the journey instead. Because guess what, guys? Quit looking for the answer. The journey you're on is the answer. When you do this this way, your goals just fly to you because you take that blindfold off. You appreciate every little step down that mountain. You appreciate the scenery in the background, the wild animals, all these things. And you just keep making one step after another to finally get to that goal. But it doesn't matter how long it takes you because you would appreciate every little bit of the way to get there. And you've heard that cliche, right? You've heard do it for the journey or, or you know, appreciate the journey along the way. It's true, but that is the reason you're held back because you're so attached You're so attached to the outcome of a goal that you won't even appreciate the journey you're on. I'm going to give you a newsflash. Achievement without gratitude is total failure. So if you're you're not loving the journey you're on, it doesn't matter if you get to the top because you failed, right? You're not going to appreciate life and you're going to be feeling like even if you get there, it's still not good enough. Have you ever felt like even if you do achieve a goal, it's just not enough and you still feel like you can never be fulfilled and satisfied? That comes from attachment. So if you learn to do this for the growth, do it for the journey you're on, do it for the person you're becoming, do it to go through those obstacles and to grow and to learn and to share and to give and be committed to the goal, but not so attached that your your happiness is dependent upon that outcome, all of a sudden the journey becomes way easier, right? Because guess what emotions you're flooded with? You're not flooded with frustration and procrastination and pain and overwhelm and anxiety. All of a sudden you're flooded with passion and enthusiasm and drive and hunger and giving and contribution and all this excitement. You feel alive again. You feel grateful for the journey you're on. And when you're in that positive state of mind, how much easier is it to build a business? How much easier is it to build a loving relationship? How much easier is it to... Uh, you know, achieve a big thing in, in your schooling or your career or get that next promotion. It becomes so much easier because you're in the right state of mind. You're more resourceful in your thinking. You're able to come up with the solutions to get up there faster when you're in that state of mind, when you don't depend on the outcome for happiness, but instead you use happiness as your way to get there by being committed to the goal, not attached, by doing it for the journey not the result. The result is just an awesome byproduct. But if you love every single second of every single day, even the downward parts, even the parts where you feel overwhelmed or the parts where it's not, you're not getting there fast enough according to you, all of a sudden they became a, become a good thing. When you expect to get there but you're frustrated, you're in your head, right? But Tony Robbins is a great quote that I love and it's trade your expectations for appreciations and your life changes instantly, right? So if you're on the way up that mountain, And instead of expecting yourself to be there by now, what if you just appreciate where you're at? Because you are exactly where you need to be to learn the lessons you need to learn to create the life that you want. It is not wrong that you are in the spot that you're in. You're supposed to be in the spot you're in because that is getting you somewhere further, right? So that is tip number two. Learn to appreciate the journey. Learn to do it for the growth. When I started doing that, 
and I started living with the emotions of commitment to my goal, but not attachment, all of a sudden I became happier and my goal started coming to me easier because I was happy. I wasn't dependent on that goal for happiness. You don't need a reason to feel happy. You have everything you need right now to feel happy. You just need to choose to do it. Which brings me to my third and final tip for you today on how to get there faster. When you can practice this one master skill, just this one skill, it makes letting go of attachment and being committed much easier. Step two, it makes step two much easier. And it makes step one so much easier because you can see you can see where you're going instead of being so overwhelmed by being stuck. It is the one skill, and I say it's a skill because it's something you practice. It's something you get better at. It is the one skill that will change your entire life. It is the one skill that will take opportunities and flood them to you. It is the one thing that makes your life amazing every single day. And it's the one thing that so many people refuse to have in their life. And that is the skill of genuine gratitude. And I used to think gratitude was a crock of shit for such a long time. I used to think that it was just for hippies, right? For tree hugging people that, you know, just would read these books and, you know, yeah, be grateful. And I don't mean the gratitude where you've had, or grateful you have a roof over your head. I mean, real, genuine gratitude where you feel appreciative of the life that you live. Think about this, like step into the common sense corner for a second, right? If it, I don't know what you believe in, whether it's God, the universe, whatever it is. But think about this. If you are God, the universe, whatever you believe in, are you going to give someone more if they are not grateful for their life when they have less? No, right? If you're, that, if you're God, the universe, whatever, are you going to spend time with or give gifts to someone bitching about their current circumstances? No, right? The only way to improve the amount of good you have in your life, to increase the material things, to increase your financial status, to increase your happiness... Only way to increase that good is to already feel great about what you currently have. If you want more, but you're not happy with less, you will never get there. You will never get there. You're always going to be reaching and reaching and reaching. You're not going to be satisfied with what you currently have. And I'm not saying don't strive for more. I'm saying feel content with where you are because where you are right now is exactly where you need to be to live the, the life you're meant to live, to grow the way you need to grow to get to your goals. Gratitude is the answer. And I don't have, we don't have time on this, this, one, uh, this one episode right here to go through a genuine gratitude exercise to show you what I mean by real gratitude. I can explain the theory of it and why it helps in just a second. But if you want that, go to my website, bradbizjack.com, download my free course, Breaking the Chains of Mediocrity, and we do a gratitude exercise in there that will take you into a state of mind that helps you feel grateful even for the pain in your life. It is powerful and it will genuinely help you. Okay, so but think about this. When you are grateful, it's a, Jen Sincero talks about how it's the gateway to everything awesome. It's what you need to take that next step in your life. It's that is that one skill that opens up opportunities in people, makes you become magnetic and electric. It opens people's eyes. You become that person in the room where you're sitting there and not saying a word, but people are wondering how you have so much energy. Have you ever seen people like that? The people that just light up the room, they just, they're like a light bulb the second they walk in, they don't even have to say a word. That is because they are grateful for the life that they have. When you do that, when you are grateful all of a sudden your brain flips from what am I doing wrong to look at all these things that are going right. And just like we talked about, if you're stepping in that common sense corner, if you're God, the universe, whatever it is that you believe in, 
You're going to start giving more to the person that already appreciates what they already have. So you're going to start seeing opportunities everywhere. You're going to start seeing the person you, the prospect you could reach out to. You're going to start seeing ways you could save money. You're going to start seeing all these courses and trainings you could invest in to grow your business, your life, your relationship. When you are grateful for the life that you have, opportunities come out of nowhere and all of a sudden your life explodes. I'm telling you right now, as someone that did not practice gratitude for a very long time and was stuck in my life in that same situation, would see my laptop staring at me, wanting my life to change, but for some reason, no matter how hard I worked, I couldn't get it to change, or even times when I would procrastinate on the things that I needed to do. Gratitude is the cure-all. It solves all of it. It takes you and puts you in a state where you actually want to apply these things I'm telling you, and then your life will change, I promise you. So when you can live in the state of gratitude, you learn how to live in commitment instead of attachment, right? Because you feel those positive emotions more often and you appreciate your life instead of expecting your life to be somewhere. And just like we talked about that quote, trade your expectations for appreciations and your life changes instantly. When you do that, you do that through gratitude. And when you do that, all of a sudden your business becomes easier. Your relationship becomes easier. Your bank account becomes easier. Because you're committed to your goal. Through gratitude, you become committed to your goal instead of attached. And when you're committed to your goal instead of attached, guess what melts away? Procrastination, self-sabotage, all those things that are preventing you from your dreams. And if you do these three things, start with gratitude. That will help you with the attachment commitment and that will lead to your procrastination uh, solve there. When you do those three things, anything you want to change in your life will change. It's amazing how much faster my life started changing when I applied these things. So I hope you find these three tips helpful. If you need more guidance on this or if you want more structure, if you need help with procrastination, go to my website. There's a guide there ending or go to my blog website. There's a guide there ending procrastination in five steps that you can give for free. And when you start to think this way, your dreams become so much easier. I promise you. So I hope you found today's episode helpful. Please share this. Please like this. Please comment. Uh, anytime you guys do that, more people get the opportunity to be helped and their life can change for the better. So you're doing them a service by sharing this content. So I love it very much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make today an amazing day. And don't forget to head to bradbizjack.com. I'll see you in the next episode.